beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten Glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Alright, welcome to the Restructure Podcast and uh, this week we have a special that we are doing. It is the season and it is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And like we do every podcast, I feel like we talk about something that somebody is going to disagree with. And that's okay. Uh, I think a good truth is to know that it's okay to disagree with somebody. You don't have to cut them off and you don't have to... Uh, wage war on them all right so with that being said i would like to welcome back uh, a guest that we had a fantastic podcast and uh, this guest is my dad Uh, we are sitting in the same place where we recorded that podcast Uh, we talked about romans 8 a little bit and trusting god but this week and we're not going to do our normal segments we are honestly just going to take a couple minutes here and we're going to talk about some controversial things, specifically with the time of the season, which is called Christmas. And uh, so before we get into it, is there anything you want to say about uh, Christmas? Christmas has always been a big part of my life uh, from the time I was a little child all the way up and through until now. Um, And uh, we celebrate the birth of our Savior. That's first and foremost. But we have fun in other ways. So uh, we have the Christmas tree. We we talk about Santa Claus. Uh, we talk about uh, the manger, but we put that as first and foremost. And in our house, we has even sing Happy Birthday to Jesus, and we have a, a birthday cake. And uh, uh, Jesus is a great part of our life. He's, he's the biggest part of our life. And so we celebrate his birth. We like have a we birthday did. party. It's, exactly. We don't, uh, we don't have a devil's food cake. No. No, we do a... An, an angel food cake. An angel food cake. And it is, it is good. And if you are on the keto diet or paleo diet, it is not good. <laughs> uh, it tastes good that you'll go into sugar overload and pass out for a little bit. But it's okay. It's, it's well worth it. Um, but we talk about uh, this. Now, he brought up Santa, Santa Claus. And, uh, you know, I know if you rearrange the letters in Santa, then you you rearrange a couple letters and you get Satan. And uh, we know that it must be Satan Claus. No, okay, but uh, I don't know. Maybe you said that and maybe that rubbed you the wrong way. But uh, if I could be honest with you, if that is your reasoning for not liking something because you rearrange the letters, you might want to take a step back and, uh, you know, just think it through a little bit, all right? That's not a good argument. Uh, no time uh, does a lawyer stand up, well, a good lawyer stand up trying to defend someone and they rearrange letters to say, I think they're trying to say this, Woo! and then they put on their beanie hat and run off. I, that That's not a good lawyer, okay? So um, it's not good reasoning. But um, I want to talk about a couple of things that go with the season. And maybe we should talk... And start with Santa Claus. Um, I hope it's okay. I can edit this out. But um, a couple years, my, my dad used to dress up like Santa Claus. Uh, that what do they say that you um, you 
believe in Santa Claus, then you don't believe in Santa Claus. Then you okay. Then you uh, uh, look like Santa Claus, and then you are Santa Claus. Then you are Santa Claus. Yeah. So right now, um, my dad still believes in Santa Claus. Amen. Yep. First first stage there, and uh, no, but he 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 came. Well, I don't want to ruin this for anybody, but uh, my kids don't listen. I'll, I'll edit that out too. But he he came by our trailer and our fifth wheel. We were parked about ten minutes from here at some friends of ours' farm, and um, he came by in the middle of well, not the middle of the night, but it was late, and it was he was dressed like Santa Claus came in. My kids were so confused. Some of them were screaming and crying, and the others they were so excited, and uh, it was fun. Uh, and it it was just one of those things we've had fun with. And I know some of you are saying that's what's wrong with you. You know that's that's what's wrong with this generation. You you believe in Santa Claus. I'm I'm not going to tell you to play Santa Claus or not. Um, but let's talk about it. Um, why? Let's talk about pros and cons. What would be a a negative about Santa Claus? We'll start with the negative. Well, that he's taken over the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah. And if you, uh, the fact of the matter is you can't take over the true meaning of Christmas if you have a, a home that is uh, Christ-like and, mm. and, it, and you are lifting up Jesus Christ first and you're constantly telling the story of Christmas. Santa Claus isn't going to overtake anything. It's just a, uh, it, you can use it as a, a fun time, uh, uh, an indication of gifts uh, fact of the matter is, uh, St. Nicholas was a real character that was very charitable, and uh, you go there. fact of the matter is that Jesus Christ is the is a premier reason of Christmas. We, have the, we read the Bible. We read the Christmas story uh, every year. Uh, I, we take the Bible and read the Christmas story. And there's kids there that don't want to even go. They want that Bible story to be done fast so that they can open the gifts. But the fact of the matter is, it's the spirit of giving, and I think that's what Saint Nicholas did. He gave the spirit of of giving. Uh, but furthermore and foremost of that, Jesus Christ gave Himself. Uh, Santa Claus, as we look at him today, is is just a fictitious character and somebody you have fun with. I have fun being the Grinch. You know, that's something that the, these kids know. I, I play the Grinch sometimes, and uh, I play honoriness with Christmas all the way through. It's a fun thing to do. Wait a minute. Are you telling me the Grinch isn't real? Uh, well, I'm sorry to tell you, Jared. I didn't inform you before, but the Grinch is not a real character. Uh, oh, hold on. So if the Grinch isn't real, then what about Whoville? I mean, because well, if Whoville is not real, I, I have been avoiding uh, eating snowflakes. Because I thought I was eating up whole societies of little Whoville beings. I, I've been wrong this whole time. That, yes, you. So have, I can I can uh, eat snowflakes now. Yeah, you can you can have snowflakes if you want radiation in your snowflakes and you want poison. Oh, good. Yeah. And if you want to follow after where the dog's been, you know, you can go ahead and eat snowflakes all you want. Yeah. <laughs> lemon, lemon. <laughs> it's good stuff. Anyway, no, I'm I'm totally kidding. If you really well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so. The point of the matter is, Santa Claus is fun. It's just fun. Uh, and if you decide not to do gifts from Santa, if you decide to, um, it, it can be a fun thing. It can also be taken one extreme to the other. 
you can ride the train of Santa Claus being awful and wicked and you could go that way and you'd say, yeah, that's exactly what he is. We should never do it. And you could go that way to an extreme to where you would find yourself not doing anything for Christmas and, and celebrating Christ's birth whatsoever. And you'd say, well, that wouldn't happen. It, it, I've seen it happen time and time again. And you can also take it to the other extreme where you make the main thing about Santa Claus. And for us kids growing up, uh, the main thing wasn't Santa Claus. There was uh, maybe a gift or two here. We would go see uh, Santa, and there was, you know, it, but it wasn't a focal. There, there's way more manger scenes. I don't even know. There might be a picture or a mug with Santa Claus here uh, in their house, my uh, parents' house. But I look around in every room. There's, there's at least one manger scene, if not two. Um, I'm looking at two manger scenes on top of the piano just in the room that we're in. Um, looking around, uh, there's angels, and we're not worshiping angels. So maybe that leads us to our next thing with the angels. Is it okay to have angels on top of the tree? Well, yeah, they announced the birth of Christ. They were a messenger. They were a messenger. Yeah. And uh, so they announced the birth of Christ, and you tell the truth of that. And Kids know the difference. I mean, you you take the time to you know, explain. Uh, we got another yeah. manger scene on the tree, <laughs> and we do have a tree. <laughs> and we do have a tree. Now let's talk about the tree. And I, I want to read a verse talking about Christmas trees. I want to read this these verses because these have been used in talking about how we shouldn't do anything with Christmas and we shouldn't do the Christmas tree. Now, I again want to say that I, if you decide not to have a Christmas tree, if you decide not to have do Santa Claus, if you decide not to have anything with Christmas, uh, that's your prerogative. But you have to, or you you should remember that the main focal point is Christ. Everything that is done is Christ. And I'm going to read these verses. Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, Learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are vain, for one cutteth a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They deck it with silver and with gold, they fasten it with nails and with hammers, that it move not. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born, because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil, neither also is it in them to do good. For as much as there is none like unto thee, O Lord, thou art great, and thy name is great in my in might. Who would not fear thee, O King of nations? For to thee doth it appertain, for as much as among all the wise men of the nations, and in all their kingdoms there is none like unto thee. But they are altogether brutish and foolish. The stock is a doctrine of vanities. Silver spread into plates is brought from Tarshish, and gold from Uphaz, the work of the workmen of the hands of the founder, blue and purple is their clothing. They are all the work of cunning men, but the Lord is the true God. Uh, now, you talk about like what I read in the first part where it talks about cutting down a tree, uh, bringing it in, nailing it to the floor, and and adorning it. And uh, obviously, that that sounds a lot like a tree, like a Christmas tree. I mean, if we are to be straightforward, it, it sounds a lot like a Christmas tree. And are we saying, well, right there, it tells us we shouldn't have a Christmas tree. And um, I want to say, and I, I know that uh, I want to hear your input, 
But uh, if I could just preface it with this, those are false idols. They were bringing them in to adorn them, to craft them, and to bow down to them. They were worshiping the creation, right? Is that what the That's verse? exactly what I was going to say today. It was, it's a worshiping the, the, the creation uh, more than the creator. And uh, uh, in actuality, we had a crooked floor one time. And our Christmas tree kept falling over, so we nailed it to the floor. It was an old house that had an old wood floor, and so we just nailed it to the floor through the carpet and everything to hold the Christmas tree up. Most of the decorations on our tree have to do with the uh, the family, have to do with uh, Christ, the uh, the history of the family. A lot of them are old decorations. Uh, I'm not worshiping my father-in-law. He's looking at me right now through a bulb, and... Uh, uh, he's he's gone on to be with the Lord. I'm not worshiping him, but I am ever thankful for him. And all the all the things on our Christmas tree, I go back and it's all memories of and and things that I'm very thankful for. Uh, the ornaments, the uh, I see my wife's oldest ornament that she got when she was a a child. And we're thankful that she was raised in a Christian home. Uh, I see several small ornaments of the manger scene. I see. Uh, the, the 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 Christmas bells. I see, uh, I see some snowmen. That's the time of the season. I have pictures of my children when they were little on the on the uh, Christmas tree, and uh, they're all memories. And uh, so we we are very thankful for the memories that we have. And that's just a reminder. Uh, even though we have a Christmas tree, we use a fake Christmas tree now, but it holds our ornaments. We don't worship that tree. Uh, in fact. Uh, I hated the Christmas tree when it uh, when I had to take it out when we actually had a real one. It was uh-huh. it had uh, always a fire hazard and it had uh, needles left all over the floor and hard to clean up. But but the fact of the matter is, what's on that Christmas tree is is our memories yeah. and uh, lifetime. You, you know what I hear when uh, you're talking is I hear when we look at the Christmas tree for us, and I I think I'm on the same page with my dad for. Uh, us looking at the Christmas tree, we see memories, we see family, and it was some of the best times we had as family uh, was Christmas Day, and it it was just the the family, uh, the time of the season. And I want to say though that I mean any of these things that we talk about, if it comes between you and the Lord, if you, it is taking your focus away from the Lord, by all means, we're agreeing that you should calm it down you and if you need to go as far as getting rid of it then get rid of it that's fine um don't i think the thing that we fall into the trap is the judgmental the pharisaical trap of well you have to do this and this um i'm not i'm not worshiping i don't bow down and worship a tree Uh, we don't worship santa claus we don't uh, worship angels no we don't we, we we are not worshiping those things we have put christ first and uh you know i would say as best as we can in our fallible state but if we were to remove everything um remove all of these things that we celebrate that that i would say have to do with liberty um in christ and i'm not talking about liberty to sin but things that we have that we're not pushing down people's throats um we would be we'd have nothing well to for this time of the year which if that's what you choose that's fine but be awfully careful uh, being a pharisee and ridiculing those 
um, that have chosen to to do things differently. Uh, I, if they're worshiping idols, then absolutely let's discourage that. Um, I don't know of many. I don't know of anybody that bows down to the tree. Is there anything else with Christmas? Well, there is. There is on the on the really bad side the the commercialization of Christmas, uh, yeah. and uh, the commercialization of Christmas. If you go into the typical uh, variety store, or, or uh, I won't name any brand stores, but if you go to the typical variety store and go, walk in there and try to find a manger scene, you're not going to find it. You go in there and you look. I've looked for five years at uh, three particular large stores. Uh, trying to find one manger scene and uh, for for the last five years in those stores i have not found one manger scene it's all been about snow uh, santa claus Uh, it has all been about and, and and this is the doing of man this is the doing of of the devil the commercialization you know it's the love of money uh let's face it uh manger scenes don't sell but the fact of the matter is uh, it's what the the whole thing is. You have to decide as a family. You have to decide what you're going to do with your family, and how you're going to put the emphasis. What you're going to do to put the emphasis, whether uh, it, to have a little fun with Santa Claus and uh, and to have a little fun with a Christmas tree, to have a little fun uh, doing other giving gifts. Uh, mm. Some people say you shouldn't give gifts. Well, that represents the gifts of, uh, that Christ gave us, but we have the greatest gift discovered and talked about before we ever open a, one gift in our, in our family. Yeah. You, know, you set the guidelines and, and, and you give the gospel right there, and, and then we have a time of fun and we have a time of gluttony and food and fellowship and all that stuff. Uh, but it's a, but we, have, we have that time. Uh, we enjoy uh, each other but the now you brought up you brought up gifts, and maybe this would be a good thing to kind of end on because um, this this shows uh, however you want to break this down, it, whatever. But when I was a kid, so much of I'm just gonna be transparent. So much of Christmas was getting gifts, and you know what I found out after years of getting gifts, it just those things didn't bring happiness at all. Uh, they'd be they'd be gone. Uh, I remember when I was ten or eleven, my grandma got me this uh, uh, this cowboy. It was either cowboy boots or cowboy hat. My parents got me the other, and I wanted to be Garth Brooks. I'm not lifting up Garth Brooks, but I wanted to be Garth Brooks. I had a bugle boy shirt, and um, I one of them got me a cowboy hat, and one got cowboy boots. And uh, you know, I was so excited about it. You know where those things are now? Because I don't. They're gone. But something that I learned very much from all of this, something that's just fantastic, is it is more blessed, blessed, blessed to give than receive. And it is. I have so much joy in, in giving, giving. I'm giving to the kids, watching them open presents, watching my parents, uh, you know, you surprise them, watching my wife, uh, you know, surprising her. It's just, there's something so exciting about it. And, um, on the flip side, what I just talked about when I was a kid, it was all about getting. And that in itself is not the issue. If your issue with Christmas is, well, we're just teaching our kids, or we're teaching ourselves, we're feeding our flesh about getting gifts, 
then there's a deeper heart issue. Wouldn't you agree? Well, yeah. That's why we we had you kids uh, go out and get gifts for mm-hmm. other people. Give that gift and, and the excitement. I, I When we give gifts, I think it kind of runs in the family. We get a gift. We want to take it and give it to that person right now because we're so excited yeah. for that person that they are getting something that they want. And, and throughout Christmas... We don't have the opportunity to give a whole lot of gifts throughout the year, at least while our children are being raised. Sometimes we couldn't have much of a Christmas. And God always God always provided that, and we were able to have a gift. But, yeah, giving the, the spirit of giving, uh, of giving yourselves to the Lord, giving yourselves, uh, giving your uh, uh, gifts to other people, it's exciting when you, yeah. when you give, uh, give something to somebody else that you love. It, uh, and by the way, uh, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. He gave as a gift, as a gift yeah. to us, and that that got us out of a whole lot of trouble. Yeah. Now, before we before we end, and this has been a quicker podcast. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I have a memory that I want to share that just I think is pretty amazing. My sister shares it just about every year and we talk about it. But one of the most amazing Christmases that we experienced as a family and we were living in this uh, cottage uh, or a house. It was, it was a house. It was just a little bit run down. We used to wrap our house in plastic uh, to help in the wintertime. And, um, you know, we used to, there's a lot of things that would rain. We'd put buckets down in certain areas. We knew it was, uh, we, you know, we, we just knew it was going to drip there. And uh, a lot of times, things like that, there's spiders everywhere. We lived in the middle of the woods, beautiful place. And I would not I would not trade what we experienced uh, just because of what God had done through it. But there was one Christmas, and I don't know, we were never told the finances. Um, we, we were poor, but I don't think, that as kids we knew we were poor until we went to school and realized we were poor but we we didn't know that you know and there was one christmas i don't think we had any food at least we didn't have a lot and i don't know where it came from i'm gonna let my dad expound on it because he'd remember a whole lot better but i just remember it was it was one of the first times that i saw god provide in i mean a george mueller type situation and it was amazing can you tell us about that sure um I had I it was the first year I started uh, at my church, and uh, I uh, I was to pastor that church for several years. Uh, but when we started the church, I uh, also had a secular job, and I hurt my back on that job, so I had to have back surgery. And there was four a period of four months that we had no income, and uh, my wife was uh, she was a waitress trying to just we just trying to make do on waitress income and that time it wasn't very much and uh uh so we had no no uh, we just came to the place where we had no money to get anybody anything for christmas and then it got down so bad that that during that time we had uh we didn't have enough for baloney sandwiches let alone uh uh, a nice Christmas mm. meal, and we always believed in in doing this. And we went ahead and we put the we put a, a tree up and celebrated like we normally did. And we planned to tell the Christmas story. And we we tried to go out and buy something for each of the kids, something very small. And uh, we just uh, we just didn't 
we we were heartbroken uh, that we wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, the night bef- the two nights before Christmas, uh, we got a knock on the door, and somebody had heard of our situation, and the local fire department went out and gathered gifts together, and people of the of the community had gathered gifts, uh, not knowing who they were buying them for. Uh, they gathered gifts together, and. Uh, uh, just wrapped them and and they showed up at our doorstep. They brought some a little bit of food, not much food, but they 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 knew we had our four kids and uh, they were all little at the time and and uh, they gave it. It ended up that everybody got nice gifts and nice presents and I don't remember what they were, uh, but I do remember the fact of the matter. We as a family learned a lesson. That was the local fire department on Christmas Eve. Uh, we're we're just uh, wondering what we're going to have for a Christmas meal, and uh, a dear friend of ours who was in the church uh, owned a grocery store, and he we didn't know it, but he made a practice of of uh, looking for people that were were not going to have uh, much of a meal. But God laid us on His heart, and He didn't know our situation, but He brought in a ham and a bunch of food from his grocery store on Christmas Eve. And my wife was able to fix that food for us. And we had the normal Christmas meal. And it was so special to us. And for, and for many years, that fella uh, brought a, a half a ham to us and, and provided our Christmas ham just mm. out of love for us because we were able to help his family. And uh, wow! So that was that was the most amazing Christmas to us uh, that God did provide, and and uh, once again we pointed to Christ and we pointed the kids to Christ and said, "Hey, this is this is God's doing, not ours." Yeah. And uh, we we wanted all to know that 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 was a crucial time in um, in growing up for me, and I was not a Christian at the time. I was in a Christian home, but um, it was it was a very eye-opening thing and it was like a seed was planted that hey there is a god i mean he is real and uh, i'm so thankful for that and what a what a what a wonderful memory that is i'm thankful for that so uh thank you all for joining us and i hope you all have a good uh christmas and god bless it's the holly that will be on your own A pair of hopper-long boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Barney and Ben. Dolls that will talk and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen.